This is Good Better Broker, a podcast from UWM. How can processors set themselves and their mortgage broker partners up for success and repeat business? As we celebrate Processor Love Month, we sit down with the co-founders of a processing company who are looking to set the standard for the entire industry. They'll tell you how to process like a pro on episode 37 of Good Better Broker. This information is provided to mortgage professionals only and is not intended for or authorized for consumer distribution. The views expressed by guests are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast series do not constitute legal or other professional advice or endorsements of any kind. Welcome back to Good Better Broker. As we bring in Dana Lang and Christy Loftus, they are with Pulse Processing, based right here in Metro Detroit. Dana and Christy, so great to have you here. Thank you so much. So excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Well, you are old friends of ours here at UWM, so uh, we're, we're thrilled to see you. Uh, here in the studio. Uh, Dana, you're president and CEO of Pulse. Christy, you're VP and COO. Uh, the company was just founded in 2022. Uh, you're licensed in 11 states, have a team of eight, and you've got a variety of experience. Uh, your team has done it all from origination to underwriting, marketing, training, so on and so forth. So as we start off here, Dana, I just want to ask you, describe how you've set up your business and also how you view the role of processing in the mortgage business. Yeah, so I think it's really sentimental how Pulse came to fruition. Christy and I go way back, and we always dreamt of having a company that allowed people to thrive and have the support they need, but offer plenty of flexibility. And we really just want to ensure that our team wakes up every day loving what they do. And for years, Christy and I both watched how Matt revolutionized the wholesale channel, right? And really flipped it upside down and set a new standard. And with that, he left no other choice but for everyone else to follow suit and really raise the bar. And we started pondering this idea. We said, we have to do exactly that, but for processing. We were lucky enough to travel around the country and talk with thousands of brokers over the years. And through that feedback, we realized the lenders may have stepped their game up, but not everyone else did. And they really need full circle support to thrive and not just one avenue. So when we started mapping out Pulse Processing, it was all about the client service, the transparency, and really enhancing those broker reputations. So I think that when it comes to processing and how we fit into the loan transaction, we're really the heartbeat of the entire thing, hence the name, right? Processors are the ones who work with every single person in the transaction. There's so many people involved, and it's our responsibility to keep the pulse on what everyone's doing, how it impacts the others, and how it's going to overall enhance the loan transaction for the borrower. I'm so glad we now know the story behind the name of the company as well. That was great. And and you're right, Dana. I mean, when you and I talked before this, you said it. There's basically 10 plus contacts on one loan from title and escrow and insurance agents. And Christy, you know this, you know, going back to your time here. I mean, processors are truly the unsung heroes uh, when it comes to this business. So I want to ask you, what are the best practices that you use regularly to make sure that you're successful as a processor? Yeah, absolutely they are. Um, I try my best to focus on healthy communication, being super responsive, very respectful, um, and then encourage our team to do the same. I've learned a lot since starting this journey with Dana that you need to just check your emotions and your ego at the door. It doesn't help anybody to be a know-it-all. 
Um, and we've really seen ourselves even personally excel in these roles by just opening up our minds and listening to perspectives of others. And then that's flown through our team as well. Um, and everybody is becoming better because of it because of it. Um, I think that it's really proactive to be picking up the phone and calling anybody any chance that you have. Um, never go back and forth over emails if somebody needs clarification. It's just adding fuel to a frustrated fire, right? Um, and it humanizes us, being able to wade through issues quickly, um, making sure that everybody's on the same page. And I want our borrowers, our closing agents, and our broker partners especially to be able to hear in my voice how badly I want to close a loan for them. I think that that's important. And we all know how easy it is for somebody to have a bad day in a loan transaction that's not unheard of. Um, I just don't want our team to ever be the catalyst for that. I think that it's important to always be the solution, and that helps elevate the perception of the role to others. Dana, you operate with this mindset that loans are not guaranteed, and I think that's going to resonate with a lot of our, our partners out there. What does that type of mentality do for you? Well, I think if anyone's been in mortgages for any amount of time, you have to get comfortable with the fact that tomorrow's not guaranteed. Repeat business isn't guaranteed, and you can never get just too lethargic and comfortable and be like, oh, they're going to come back to me. That's not the case. And so when you translate that into a processing mindset, what that does is it causes our team to take every loan extremely seriously. And we are there to collaborate with the loan officer to make sure that every loan closes as quickly as possible. So I like to think about it this way, definitely in today's market. How easy is it for a client to drop an LO and just move on to someone else? It is a saturated market of people who will always do it cheaper. So you have to be always fighting and in front of your clients to maintain that relationship. Our brokers are our clients. So we have to be in front of them earning every penny that they're paying for our service and ensuring that we're taking care of their clients and earning them repeat business. I love that. I mean, that that, that just really speaks to not just like you said, the industry, but uh, the market that we are in right now. Uh, Christy, you know this, there, there's can be some gray area at times when it comes to who's responsible for what uh, in terms of the responsibilities between the LO and the processor. So what are some common misconceptions that, that may exist when it goes into processing a loan? Well, I was guilty of believing a lot of these until my experiences in AE when I learned that my processors were really the ones that were running the show and uh, they were the ones that we needed to constantly keep happy and, um, you know, in involved in the new things that we're rolling out and new guidelines, new programs, things like that. Uh, a lot of people just reduce us to being paper pushers, that we pick up docs from one stack and we move into the other, but obviously that's not true. We're constantly reviewing, revising documents, making sure that no blanks are filled or no blanks are left, uh, making sure that signatures are filled out. You know, we're acting as little Brita purifiers, if you will, of all the information that's being thrown at you. Um, and maybe it's because we're so great at all of those parts, but a lot of new partners assume that maybe we'll qualify their borrowers as well for them. Um, and to us, that's just an unnecessary risk um, for us to assume. You know, it hinges the relationship that you have with your realtors and your clients, repeat business, future referrals. So it's important for you to take the initiative and buckle those clients in properly up front. 
Uh, we don't know if they meet the height and the weight requirements for the USDA demon drop, right? You're getting on the ride. You're the, <laughs> you're the crew who's loading these people on, making sure that they're checking all the boxes for safety hazards. And then we're the maintenance team. We're coming through. We're making sure that the ride runs smoothly. We're twisting the bolts. We're greasing the tracks. Nobody wants anybody to get dumped out mid-loop uh, in the middle of the ride because oh my goodness, they don't qualify. So we're trying to avoid mistakes like that. Um, and then it's not to say that some processor or processors won't choose to take on that risk, um, but it's a pretty big liability should something be missed. And we absolutely will act for you as a second set of eyes, but we're not the LO in the transaction. So, Yeah, I, I would say that if you ever uh, found yourself on a ride called the Demon Drop, you most definitely want to make sure uh, that your seatbelt is secure <laughs> beforehand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Dana, I want to go back to something that you said a couple of minutes ago, and you were very emphatic about this. Brokers are our clients. Mm -hmm. When you look at the relationship with brokers, what things are most important to it? Oh, where do I even start with this laundry list? <laughs> you know, when we were going over the last question about, you know, how we have the business set up and things aren't guaranteed, like... We get paid when our LOs get paid. It's as simple as that, right? They are our bread and butter to success, and we don't exist without them. Our team doesn't look at the individual transactions. We're looking at the long term, the growth of our broker. And I think what sets us apart and what I love to do with our broker partners is to help them grow their business from a leadership level. So Christy and I, when we're courting new brokers, We'll talk to them. How are you growing your realtor partnerships? Do you want us to get on these calls with you and show them how we're going to close these loans in a thorough and fast manner? My goal is to have the brokers and their realtor partners out there getting more loans and being proactive together, not worrying about the ones that they've already got the contract signed, right? That's a waste of their time. That's what we're here for. And then recruiting. So many brokers nowadays are looking to expand their shops which is absolutely amazing, but what do you have to offer these LOs? Why should they come from shop A to shop B, right? So we get on the phone with your new recruit and I explain to them how our team is gonna offer them a platform to elevate their business. It's a sure sign that they're gonna come over and they're gonna win and you guys are gonna win together, right? A lot of brokers don't offer the platform of a full service processing team where their LOs can just turn right back around and go get more business. And you two really view yourselves, if you couldn't already tell, as allies for the brokers. Christy, when, when that extends to what Dana was just talking about in terms of the broker's reputation, not just yourselves, um, what, what role do you play in that? We're a full representation and extension of our broker you know, our broker and their reputation with their referral partners, their clients. And it's important that we, you know, court them through the loan process very carefully and that we maintain that the broker is the source of the information and the influence and inspiration to the transaction so that we're not taking any shine away from, you know, the real end result, which is making sure that our brokers are the ones who are championed at the end of the line and our, our clients are thinking of them the next time they have a mortgage need. You know, Justin, real quick, if you don't mind, oh, yeah, please. I just think it's it's something that Christy and I are extremely passionate about when we're viewing our broker partners and what's at stake with their reputation, right? We put our reputation on the back burner because we're so focused on building them up that it's something our team takes very seriously and we understand the impact we have on their referral business and their repeat business. And when a client 
goes to get another mortgage or has another mortgage need, we don't want them thinking of Pulse. We want them thinking of the broker that they called in the first place. So throughout the entire loan, we're championing that broker, like Christy said, and we're really elevating them and putting them on that pedestal. So when it comes top of mind, that's who they're calling. That sounds very familiar. I feel I feel like I've heard that before. I'm not going to say where. Um, very close to home, though. That's, yes. that's a great point. Yeah. You, you two also made a great point uh, in terms of how you view the whole process working with your broker partners. It's almost like a relay race, right? Like going yeah. around the track. Dana, tell our listeners about that. So it's kind of comical if you think about LOs and processors running around a track, but it, it's really how it works, right? The, the LOs at the starting line and they have the baton for the rel- relay race and bam, off to the races we go and they, they go out the gate running. They're collecting the basic borrow information. They're getting that 1003 put together and then it comes time to hand off that baton. And so we're taking that that little package, your client, if you will, and we're running as fast as we can, jumping every hurdle that could possibly come up in the mortgage process, which we all know they come up left and right. And it's our job to hold it near and dear until it's through underwriting and it's approved and all conditions are cleared. And now that we're balanced and it's time to show up to closing, we're handing that baton back to you, the LO. The LO is the anchor of that relay race because they're the experts. They're the face of the transaction. They're going to walk into closing with that baton. They're going to shake hands. They're going to thank their borrowers, and they're going to ask for referral business. So when it comes to terms of a relay race, you have to know where you're supposed to be at, when you're supposed to hand off the baton, when you're supposed to pick up the baton, and most importantly, how not to drop the baton. So it is one big system that has to flow seamlessly to earn that repeat business. I think our listeners will be interested to hear that when you speak with a new broker about a potential opportunity, you don't just get right down to business. The first thing that you ask them is why they are in the market for a new processor. So tell us what kinds of things do you hear when you ask that question? I think Christy and I were both a little bamboozled by some of the responses that we've received in talking to these broker partners. Things that maybe I took for granted or I thought were natural or normal have really caused some of these fall out of my chair moments that Christy and I recap on. But some of the things that we're hearing first and foremost is that their current processors or assistants that they have in their office won't communicate with the borrowers. And we try to wrap our heads around how you're able to effectively process alone thoroughly as possible without that direct communication. Instead, they're just sending the conditions list back and forth between the underwriter and the loan officer. And I think as processors, we need to realize that we are capable of more, that we are the experts on the internal pieces of every loan transaction. And we need to wear that with pride. So your goal as a processor is to make yourself irreplaceable. You will earn so much more opportunity by word of mouth from your broker partners when you are more effective at reducing their workload. So call the borrowers, push yourself out of your comfort zone, have that conversation that you know you are more than capable of having and really putting that borrower at ease as to why you need the copious amounts of documents that you need. And realistically, days equal dollars in this industry. So to hear that people aren't responding for days, to emails, to phone calls. I just can't even begin to understand how that happens. The more you cost your broker, 
the lower your worth is. And we all know processors are worth, like, worth thousands and thousands in this industry with what we put up with and what we do. You once had an LO tell you, Dana, that they wanted a pit bull, uh, <laughs> not a lap dog, and maybe that that explains you know why you you operate the way you do. Yeah. Um, you're you're not a pit bull. I mean, well, you, you can be, but you're very kind. <laughs> you know, us knowing you the way we do. Yes, I wear the title <laughs> proud of pit bull, um, and I don't even know if this LO realizes the impact he had on our mindset, Chrissy and I together, when this was said to us on the phone. And he's going about what he's experienced and what hasn't worked. And he goes, Dana, I want a pit bull. I don't want a lap dog. <laughs> well, come to find out, he actually loves puppies, which is really funny. But what does that mean? And I sat and Chrissy and I thought through that and we're like, that is exactly what this this side of the industry needs. We need more pit bulls. So what does that mean? How does that translate to our day-to-day workload? Are you responding to emails in a timely fashion? Even if it's, hey, I have one file ahead that I need to wrap up and I will get right on this. Give me about two hours. So setting that expectation, are you even picking up the phone? Are you relying solely on voicemails? Or are you calling back in a couple hours to see if you can actually get them on the phone? And I think when it comes to being a pit bull in terms of being a processor, it's being humble and realizing you don't need to know everything by heart in this industry. It's ever-changing. It's evolving daily. You need to know how to ask questions, not be scared to ask questions, and to keep digging until you get the best answer for your borrower at hand. And that's where power to processor comes in. There's so much good content on that feed. And it's just other professionals just like us who are running into things you could never prepare yourself for. And you might walk away with just a little nugget of knowledge on how to apply that to your business. So I definitely rely heavy on that feed. And then just calling out to others. I Facebook messaged another professional before and been like, hey, saw you were heavily talking about this topic. This is what I'm running into. Do you have any advice? Just create camaraderie and lean on each other. Just know how to ask for help. I want to switch gears for a moment. Christy, um, you know, we, we've talked a lot about you know what processors can do to set themselves up for success. I want you to speak to the brokers now, to the LOs. You know, what are some of the things that they can do to set their processors up for success? My favorite LOs are the ones that turn in a, a complete 1003. Not just that every section is filled out, but does it make sense? Is there a full client profile overview? Do we get the story that you're trying to tell? Because it helps us translate that with the underwriters. It helps us move faster in the transaction. So yeah, sure. Two years of income history, two years of uh, residential history is great. Checking the boxes. But also the REOs. Do you have the taxes and insurance filled out? Or do you have documentation so that we can fill that out? That affects your DTI, that affects your program selection, that affects qualification. So these things being reviewed up front is super important for us to be able to our jobs efficiently. And then taking the time to explain to the borrowers why certain information is necessary. If they don't understand the relevance, then that's a higher likelihood that they're going to skip the section or put in maybe a couple accounts but not the rest, not really realizing how it impacts the transaction. So taking the time, being more upfront, more transparent about why we need the information that we do, because 
going through an underwrite can feel like you're being publicly strip searched in Times Square. It's very invasive. <laughs> wow. <And> True. People, <laughs> people get put on the defense all of the time. So sometimes just having a proactive approach to letting them feel more comfortable translates to them being more cooperative. And that's for a more successful transaction. What about specifically working with a, a contract processing company? You know, what, what helps a broker work well with, with a company like Pulse? I don't know that it necessarily matters that it's a contract processing company or if it's just your processor sitting at a desk down the hall in an office is your responsiveness. We're obviously very dedicated to making sure that you have the time to go back out and do what you do best and you know smooth some realtors and bring on new clients. So trust that if we're reaching out, it's absolutely urgent and imperative to the transaction that we get this information from you. So just maintaining that level of partnership and knowing that you know, we do truly rely on you if something is missing and it's important to get back to us right away. Um, and then helping us set realistic expectations with everybody involved, making sure that we're riding one wavelength the entire time because we don't want to run into an instance where we're undermining each other just because, you know, there was a breakdown in communication. And that usually means running something by your team just to make sure that we can pro or we can deliver on it before promising somebody the world. You know, we want to we want to game plan that together first. So just just being open. And another thing that I think it's important to talk about is understanding the systems that you as a loan officer work with versus the systems the processors in. So there's a lot of systems and I'm not even talking lender portals. I'm talking LOS systems and in today's digital age Everyone's sending out their Blink link or their application link is in their email or their website. And I think the loan officers get so excited when that's complete. It's almost like they play hot potato and they're like, here you go processing. <laughs> and one of the things Christy and I laugh about and when we're reviewing this, because we personally scrub all of our files before we assign them out. So we're looking to align it with someone who knows not only that product, but that lender system and that broker relationship. And we're scrubbing to make sure our team's set up for success. And we're like, there's no employment history in here. And then the broker's like, well, can you just go in and add it? Respectfully, we don't have access to 10 different LOS systems. So that's where Christy comes in and says, you got to have that complete 1003 when you hand it over because we're not on that back end of the transaction to put those details in and we need it to take off running. You both have talked a lot about communication, transparency, and you also brought up availability. And, and specifically, Christy, I want to ask you about the beginning of the loan process because you know you being true partners to your brokers you view that as their time to shine why is that yeah when you're working with a processor or especially a processing team to be able to just drop the file and walk away your active role then ends at the handoff you have no more opportunity throughout the transaction if your processing team is doing what they're supposed to do to you know beep in with the client and have additional times to shine, if you will. So just like Dana said earlier with that relay is, you know, you're holding that baton, make the most of it. We encourage our partners to really build up their own reputation with the client before we take over for that last leg so that they are constantly recognized as the true professional in the transaction, um, even though we do obviously handle the entire loan ourselves. <laughs> but the more you maximize that upfront opportunity and that FaceTime with your client, the easier it is for you to stay top of mind. And again, we don't want to be the memorable ones. That's our job to maintain being an extension of you. But but you do get remembered, Dana. And sometimes it's for <laughs> small things like 
picking up the phone, right? Yes. You have a story about that. Yeah, I actually, this goes back to the fall off my chair moments. I didn't think this would be such an impact, but it really stuck out to me. We were lucky enough to get a referral, word of mouth, and I was sitting there working at my desk, going through my pipeline, getting things done, and I saw the phone ring, and it was the company line. My natural reaction, pick it up. Hello, this is Dana with Pulse Processing. And I had spoken with this person prior via email. And I was like, oh, hi, you know, and she couldn't believe. She's like, Dana, you answered the phone. And I'm like, well, it rang. I didn't understand. She's like, I just haven't had anyone answer the phone or respond back. And I've been reaching out to potential processing partners. And so something that I couldn't even comprehend and compute in that moment how it was such an impact, but, you know, it could be how I was raised in the industry and taught the extreme value of picking up the phone every time someone calls, but I don't understand how others don't. And to see that that, that little two-minute action of just answering that call allowed me to solidify a relationship with a new broker partner, if you're not doing that already, I highly suggest it. I highly suggest just picking up the call even if you're busy, just let them know you'll call them back. Just, I hear you. I see you. I will be with you. And just give them that reassurance. Everything that you two are doing just screams high quality, very, very high standards. And, and that uh, also extends to, you know, service. You choose exceptional service. And, and with that, you, you pay a little bit more. Um, Chrissy, why is that a worthwhile investment for your company? Well, when you're working with a true contract processing company like us, like Pulse, everybody on our team has been through all of the same exams and continued education as our brokers. You know, we're, we're well-trained, we're highly trained, and we focus on continued education just as they do. So when you're licensed in a state that we are, that 995 is actually a cost that's passed on to the client. So it's a huge benefit for you not coming out of pocket, that 995. Um, because now, obviously, you're keeping your entire commission check. That's the point. But then it's also a huge benefit to the client, too, because they have one person now who is solely dedicated to escorting them all the way through underwriting and funding. Um, you'll be selling maybe just slightly higher closing costs, but at the end of the day, obviously, that's worth it. We're true professionals. Um, we make sure that our team is only focused on maybe 15 to 20 loans at a time versus you know 40 plus, which we've heard is an industry average. But it's important to be touching those daily and to make sure that people are getting calls back every single day and not waiting a week to hear um, about conditions coming out. So it might be a slightly higher processing fee, sure, but it's a it's not a part-time position and it's not an entry-level position. Um, we're the real deal um, and having a professional is worth every penny, I promise. They are the real deal. Dana <laughs> Lang and Christy Loftus with Pulse Processing. So excited for both of you, uh, and I'm really, really appreciative of you sharing your insights with our audience, uh, both our processors and our broker partners. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. And look for another new episode coming your way two weeks from now with more expert advice from independent mortgage brokers around the country. I'm Justin White. We'll see you next time on Good Better Broker.